You're listening to Wait Your Scout with Anna Skipworth. Hi guys, welcome to episode one of series two. I'm so excited to be back. Um, so this episode, I'm interviewing the lovely Charlie, who, like we say on the uh, interview, it's taken forever to get together and actually speak. Uh, we've been talking over Twitter for so long, and Charlie has a really fascinating story, uh, international scouting themed again. So um, yeah, hope you enjoy it, and yay, we're back. Hi Charlie, and welcome to Wait You're a Scout. Hello, thank you for having me. It's all right. I know we've been talking for ages and trying to find some time to actually like do this. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad we can kick you off with that, like being the first episode of series two. Really excited. So Charlie, I think we should probably start with what are your roles in scouting at the moment? Um, so uh, I'm in Northampton district. So I am a cub section leader. So I'm Arkela. Um, but then I'm also our district youth commissioner um, for Northampton as well. Uh, and I've been doing that for just under a year now. Cool. Um, but I've been I've been on Arcala for uh, coming up, uh, three years actually now. Oh, so quite a while in that role then. Yeah, yeah. Quite, quite a while actually. Um, and I love that role. Right. So have you always been in Northampton as a Cub uh, Scout leader or have you been doing other roles as well? Um, so I, so I started in, I started in Beavers, um, in Northampton, um, when I was six and my parents sent me because I was shy. Um, I'm not anymore. So that's, <laughs> that's worked. Um, uh, and funny story is my mum has told me recently is that, um, she, she missed the, the, the free trial kind of week, uh, you know, like trial week, I'll come try it out. And she completely forgot about it. And then nearly didn't take and the leaders were like oh it's great don't it's don't worry it's fine just bring him next week and she nearly didn't bother she's <laughs> like oh it's it's too much hassle um i don't think i can't you know we've got too much going on whatever and then she decided to take me um but yeah so she had decided actually no i'm not going to take him to that second week i might not be where i am now which is kind of crazy um so i went to uh, beavers uh at the 38th uh, Moulton group in Northampton. I did beavers, I did uh, cubs, um, and I did scouts for, oh, pro- I'd probably say about a year, year and a half-ish. Um, and then my parents decided to move to Cyprus. Um, oh, wow, when, big move. Yeah, big move. <laughs> uh, so complete, uh, so if anyone who's listening who doesn't know where Cyprus is or what Cyprus is, uh, Cyprus is a little tiny island. Um, it is in the Mediterranean Sea um it is split in half uh, whereas so the northern side of the uh, country speaks uh, turkish um and the southern side uh, speaks greek so i lived in the greek side um and i started scouting there um within i would say probably about a month of living there so my mum had my parents and my mum and my dad had kind of sorted it out kind of me joining a scout group over there so I joined um the 53rd St Barnabas scout group um now so over in Cyprus we uh, there's loads of uh, British uh, military bases so there's um right scouts overseas groups um like they have uh, that we have in from the UK um, is that the this is part- British scouting yeah those, group? those yeah. ones so they cool. kind of follow this uh, the British system the scout association system um but uh the 53rd was an English-speaking group uh, but 
in under the Cyprus Scouting Association, so completely different oh, wow, association. Okay. Um, so I joined at Scouts. Um, they only they started beavers. Uh, sorry, they started they start a cub. They don't have beavers over there. Right. So I started at um, Scouts, um, and I worked my way through there. So I did Scouts through there, um, and I always remember saying, "Oh, um, my my leader, uh, my Skip. I still call him Skip. Um, he." I always remember I say, oh, I want to be a scout leader. He said, oh, you haven't got it what it takes. That was a kind of a bit of a joke. Um, and it was always a bit of a running joke. And I was saying, oh, I'll be a leader one day. And he says, yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Um, he's laughing now. Um, <laughs> um, but he's he's great. Um, so I went through that and I did, um, I did Explore Scouts um, so, uh, over in Cyprus as well. Um, I did like kind of I went through like my what's kind of the equivalent of uh, the Queen Scout Award. Um, so it's right. called the Republic Award. So um, I got to meet the president um, did all of that. Um, I did loads of overseas scouting um, uh, in through Cyprus, uh, which has kind of become a massive passion of mine and kind of international scouting. I then came over to university. I took kind of a year out of scouting because I was kind of uh, I, I nearly became an actor um, and I was going to do that um, and then I ended up moving to Northampton for uni um, after a year out and I said I kind of want to get back into it a little bit um, so I said oh I want to volunteer a little bit so I went over to my now current group which is now the 27th Parklands in Northampton so it's literally down the road from my old group oh, okay um, yeah and so I said oh I want to I want to do that. I want to kind of help out a little bit. So I went down uh, and the group scout leader, Chris, who's now a great friend of mine, he, he's our group scout leader. He um, he was running the cub section at the same time as by being group scout leader, with, just yeah. with a parent helper. Um, and then afterwards, um, so I, how I was, I was 20 at the time. Um, so he, I, and I hadn't really been in like a proper, I hadn't, I'd done some leadership over in Cyprus. I'd right. started as a young leader over there and things. Um, and he said, oh, how was that? And I just turned around to him and I said, you really need an Arcala. Um, he was like, yeah, yeah, we can't do it. I said, I'll do it for you. Then and there, just kind of did it. Made <laughs> Straight the decision. The yeah. just, I said, <laughs> I'll do it for you. He said, are you sure? I said, yeah, I'll do it for you. Um, and then that was kind of it. So I've done... I started that um, and then I got invited to join the youth team. It didn't really kind of, not being a youth commissioner was nothing. I didn't really know anything about being a youth commissioner or what a youth team was. Um, so I did loads of research on that when I kind of first got invited to kind of join that team. Yeah. And then, um, and then uh, Jack, who was the youth commissioner at the time in Northampton, he hit the age of 25 and so stepped down. Yeah. Um, and then I remember there was a moment where I thought actually I'd really like that role um so I emailed uh, RDC uh and said take this as kind of like my job application for the role um and said this is what why I think I could do it and this is what I want to do um and that was just before St George's Day last year so yeah just under a year just under a year ago oh, um and here I am really uh, I've done all loads of other stuff, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, international wise. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of that, that's kind of like the process I've gone through. 
so I've kind of I've started in the UK did some other stuff and then come back to kind of where it all started for me so yeah so what do you think like some of the biggest differences from like that um scouting in Cyprus to over here because like you said it's a different system yeah like um I don't know I think I think it's still quite similar to how scouting started in the UK originally like I I mean I don't really know massive amounts of it about how it was way back when before kind of the whole before the like the swish came in that kind of it's like before that kind of era I can imagine so the Cubs they still have a, a like a leaping wolf kind of award um they uh, are, they have a really big thing on uniform which are kind of old school in that sense i really like right. uniform being really nice so like um, <laughs> my uniform we I, I think it's changed now um over there but when i was there uh, i used to have to wear a beret oh wow um, yeah we had like proper socks that we pulled up <laughs> and had to be folded over um and like i think when i first started i was like no, i don't like this but actually as i grew older i was like actually i really I really understand like the importance of this and like looking after your uniform and it's something uh, that's probably like a massive difference. Um, like, uh, but then I don't know. I um, well, the thing about Cyprus that you don't do you kind of only get roughly like three months of rain a year, roughly. I think it's something like that. So it's a lot hotter. Um, yeah. Uh, and. Um, uh religion is a lot more embedded in to uh so in okay. Cyprus. so so religion is, i felt i went to church quite a lot as a scout um right. so at my um at the, at the scout camps like they had it up in the mountains they have um in cyprus um there was a uh there was like a almost like a, a church built into the into like the mountain side okay. into like the rock right um, i always remember um we used to go on like long summer camps and i was a i was a i was a kind of a young i was a young leader um right. in cubs at the time um and i remember we'd gone on our week-long summer camp with the cubs up there and uh, it was my gcse year and i remember we had to go to church and it was the day gcse results uh at my school were released but we had to go to church first and they were they and I remember the church, the church service finished, and I, me and my friends, we like ran down the hill, like grabbing your phone, trying to find some signal so we could just like kind of log in or call the school <laughs> up to get our grades. Um, oh wow! Which and like, um, and then getting like either really good grades or grades that, that were disappointing, um, kind of having that experience. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think that's um, for me, that's kind of reflected like how um, the whole fa- like family side of scouting is um so i remember the the arcala she uh um she was there you know i i i was around camp so i called my mum rather upset after some disappointing grades and stuff but i remember her consoling me as well be like oh it's don't worry it's gonna be fine and like having someone physical to talk to not just down the phone was also just as good as well like you know especially when you've not got your mum and dad there like even I'm 16 and I'm meant to be looking after the kids you just can't in that moment I needed someone there for me yeah in the person um and that's I think I think that's a kind of really good example to show when like scouting is like uh family um, yeah but yeah so so many differences yeah but yeah religion is kind of one that's kind of 
kind of to stick out to me recently like oh I'd go to church for this but and now I don't and it's yeah. like oh okay um and it's just a different culture I think um which is really nice and also they have um sea scouts and air scouts which are like a more prominent like you see them more okay. um so I since being uh scouting over here since I came studying things like that I am um, I haven't I can't remember the last time I saw a Sea Scout or an Air Scout group. Yeah. Um, where it's a big district event, we always used to see them, uh, which was okay. kind of. Um, they always had the the uniforms, the sailor, like the sailor. I think they're called <laughs> sailor hats. The sailor hats. Um, yeah. And, like, and Air Scouts always had blue berets, uh, whereas ours were green. So yeah, um, yeah, some really big differences. Cool. And so you said that you were a cub um, young leader when you were in Cyprus. Has cub yeah. that always been sort of the section you were going to go for? Or does it just Anyone sort of happen? Can, everyone can shout at me for this. But hands down, <laughs> I think cubs is the most... Well, first of all, I think it's the best section. And also, I think it is... <laughs> I think it's such a vital section. Because the cubs are at a point where, like, you're you've got they start to gain the the their understanding of the wider world becomes well i believe anyway um becomes so much more apparent they're so much more aware of yeah. things it kind of struck me when i came over here and became an arcala and um my cubs knew who donald trump was and i was yeah. like what <laughs> how do you know who donald trump is like they used to make jokes about it and this was before donald trump was elected as president um and it used to and it was it was crazy and I, that and then you've got the whole time of thing where your cubs who are your top age they're they are they are going through that transition of getting ready to go to secondary school leaving primary school and what i've seen is that a lot of we get a lot of kids who decide actually to stay in scouts because some of those friends who they were in primary school they're no longer with and actually scouts is that only time for them to yeah. see those friends and so there's so much going on in those these children's lives at cubs um and it's a really good time it's the best i think it's the, the perfect time to really hone in on uh teaching them to be independent because if they can be independent at that age they're sorted like no yeah. problem um and if you could do it in beavers you're you're, you're laughing <laughs> you're laughing yeah. But I, think, I don't know. I don't know. There's the challenges behind that. So yeah. I think it's maybe more, maybe more doable. People can have a go at me for whatever. But like that's my beliefs, and I I I have loved cubs. Um, I I did. I started as cubs, and um, I remember um, I got made a young leader during a, a week long summer camp. I'd been in, I was an explorer on camp, and then uh, Skip turned around to me and said, uh, "Charlie, you're gonna uh, tomorrow. You're gonna join the cub section as a young leader." because um, they just needed the help I, I always knew that it was coming and that time was coming um but uh it came a little bit earlier like halfway through my camp I just it, it changed and yeah he said what you know what name are you going to take on uh being 16 I took on the name of King Louis uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna be original I'm gonna I'm gonna have the best name King Louis that's it um and a lot of the Cubs went, uh, my school in Cyprus was primary and secondary. There were two joined, two joined phases yeah. and um, some of the Cubs were in the primary school. So I would, 
I would um, like going to school. And I remember hearing King Louis, King Louis, King Louis. <laughs> uh, so always remember that. Um, I then did a bit of stint in Scouts. Uh, I start, I moved up, and then I moved up. I I went to Scouts as a young leader. Um, yeah. It didn't work out. I, I don't think I was ready. I wasn't ready to kind of have that that bond essentially with them. Um, so and it didn't work well. The age gap as well, isn't it? Like, yeah, like actually you're still quite close to the age gap. Yeah, and the type of person you are like. So I had some of my best friends who were the same age as me were young leaders and scouts, and they would it was working great for them. And yeah. For me, they moved me up, moved me over, and I said, "All right, let's get that going." Um, and it didn't work for me, so I went back to Cubs, um, and then a couple of years later, then went back to Scouts, and um, I was eighteen, so I was. I was 18. I was kind of like on my last year of school. So I was almost, I was pretty much helping run the section right. for like a year. Um, and like running a, running summer camps like that week long was a massive experience that I got. Um, oh, wow. Kind of designing those programs. Um, and I had other adults help and things like that and other young leaders. Um, but yeah, so that was a massive kind of thing for me. Um so yeah like and then doing cubs now I was always gonna do I was always gonna go back into cubs and I always knew I wanted to be an arcade at some point in my life I just didn't know it would come kind of this this quickly <laughs> uh, I thought I'd be I thought I'd be a lot older I thought I'd be closer to, uh, to 30 than 20 um <laughs> but here we are um but yeah yeah so cubs briefly touched on um the other role you put in scouting which is the youth commissioner role now I know yeah. that's one of those I think it's some people get it some people don't really get it and I think there's that group in the middle like I think I get it um yeah definitely so do you want to talk about how it works in your area because it's definitely a role that is different in every everywhere district, yeah yeah so um so when I first joined Northampton youth, district youth team um we had a youth commissioner but the roles were kind of it was the responsibility was just being shared there was it was almost just on paper kind of thing right uh, yeah and that and that worked well for that team at the time mm. and um and then when jack stepped down um i wanted that role but i i just saw it going in a different direction okay for me and i just thought i want to try it out and just see how it goes with yeah. having more of a more of a structure not like a hierarchy because that's not the right word but I'm, I'm just a structure to the youth team um so i'm uh the youth commission the, uh, the district youth commissioner um and then i have uh, i have a deputy emma um and actually one of the things i kind of brought on was that actually i want to specify the roles a little bit more i don't want just right. deputies um, I want kind of everyone to kind of have a, a almost like a purpose. Um, and I actually, yeah. I, I magpied that idea off um, Ollie, who's our UK Youth Commissioner, um, because he yes. brought in two deputies and they're both for people and programme. Um, and so I stole that idea. Um, <laughs> and so I brought in Emma, who is um, the Deputy District Youth Commissioner for uh, programme. Um, and so she's kind of responsible for kind of all things kind of programmy. So right. um, 
so one of the first kind of things when I first came into youth team was I w- really saw an importance of getting out to groups because it wasn't going to work. I saw it wasn't going to work with trying to get groups to come to us. So I said, rather than yeah. try get uh, take the horse to the water, bring the water to the horse. <laughs> so in around three, so last year, in a space of about three months, we saw the youth team. We went and visited roughly around twenty three different sections. Oh wow. So busy three months. It was, and we ran a we ran a program. We ran a night, right. um, and kind of changed the view on the youth team. And actually, there is a there is a youth team, and there is youth shape, youth shape scouting, and kind of people know what it is a little bit more in the district. Um, so we ran all these different ideas. I got put put forward a program. Um, what are your favourite activities to do on camp? What would you if you could do any camp? What would you do? Design a badge for it. Blah 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 all of that business um and it was really impactful um it was the busiest three months I think there was I think there was I think there was one week where scout my week was scouting uh I did I did cubs on the Monday I did I don't know I visited three sections in one uh in one week as well as like a district team meeting or something like that yeah and or an exec meeting or something and so like literally I scouted every day of the week that week as well as going to university uh in the day which was and then working on a Saturday which was crazy um I think that was like the most difficult week I've ever done yeah Um, that is quite a lot (laughs) yeah it is a week if anyone's thinking of getting involved in scouting don't take example from me please because I I do way I've got better at it but I have been known to do way more than I can actually chew um (laughs) But yeah, don't take example from me in that sense. Uh, but yeah, so visited loads of scout groups, it was great. Um, and then, so yeah, we kind of offer almost like a service, I say now, where we visit scout groups and we run a programme. So all section leaders do now is say, Charlie, can you come along with like a youth shape night? Um, I've got an anti-bullying one in a couple of weeks. Um, okay. That's not strictly under the youth commissioner role. However, they said, can you come run this night? We're not too sure how we can do this but we we um we could do this in our group is this something you can help i said yeah sure i'll do that um i'll see if i can help you out there so i did that uh, or i'm going to do that and so that's something we're developing now and hopefully we'll then be able to offer to other groups it's just you can do it once you've done it there's no reason why you can't then just mold it a little bit yeah. and um so we're now uh, me uh, myself and emma we're now uh, using all this information that we got uh, last year about what our young people across the district want to do uh, and we create we've created an event it's called you fest right. um and essentially every activity there is decide has been decided by the young people of the district that, oh, brilliant. That's, so um we've got laser tagging our we're going to have laser tag in the woods um so a silent disco um, and I found a way to get around it, but I'm not going to tell you how. Uh, and but I'm, I'm advertising it when I go around groups and things. But we've got helicopter flying. Uh, <laughs> brilliant. That because that was brilliant. that was one of the things I've yet to work out how we're going to do uh, jumping out of a plane on camp. But I'm working yeah. on it. Um, <laughs> we we've got all sorts. Um, and we've got uh, we're going to have a skills for life section where the activity um there was a time where we were going to have it rotating, but I think we're actually going to have it set throughout the camp. So we're going to have things right. like how to change a light bulb, how to fix 
how to change a tire, how to you know do maintenance on a bike, how to change a fire, the battery in a fire uh, a smoke detector, um, you know how to we want to work out a way to how to do how on camp how to teach them how to unblock a toilet and how can we <laughs> have that running for the whole camp that's another issue in itself but yeah kind of fitting in with that ethos of skills for life that uh, you know we're adapting uh you know yeah. as a movement um and kind of bringing that into more youth shape because that was something that came up skills for life or life skills or um and then we want to have a bushcraft area and we're going to hopefully have some big lego things going on um <laughs> Yeah, loads of loads of cool stuff. Brilliant. Yeah, especially um, taking that quite, I suppose, literal sense of the skills for life. Like actually, it's those almost like basic. I need to adult for the first time on my own. Actually, these things would be really helpful. Like yeah, like I um I remember now um when I was in Scouts in Cyprus, we once got the opportunity to choose. um, They said, right, these are three badges we're going to do kind of over the next three months but you can only pick one to do okay um and so there was i think it was the computers the car mechanics and uh i think it i think it was like a writer's badge or a journalist's badge uh, i chose the computer's badge um and i love that uh but it was a car me- and i didn't choose the car mechanics now and even now i think oh, i should have done that one <laughs> <laughs> should have done that one because <laughs> i'm like I'd be useless if my car broke down. So <laughs> I'd be totally useless. I'm like, I always think, and now every time I worry, there's something wrong with my car. I'm like, oh, should have done the car, should have done the car mechanics done badge, badge. Scouts. Yeah. Should have done that badge. Um, so yeah, that's something like I, I thought, oh, okay, let's take Skills for Life literally and present a thing. And the idea of the camp is that um, it's not, we get a lot of district camps and I think they work really well when there's lots of bases and they rotate around so everyone gets to do everything however it's used, it's meant to be a youth shaped event um so the idea is it's going to be for beavers cubs and scouts and explorers um and we're going to have it so that the young people can choose what activities they do so if they okay. want to fly a helicopter for the whole weekend they can do that if that's what that child wants to do they can do that like fair yeah. enough that's it's, brilliant. It, it's their camp um, but the idea is that they'll see, they'll talk to other people from around the district while they're there. And be like, oh, actually, oh, where, where have you just been? I've be, I've just been on laser tag. Oh, actually, I might want to try that. Oh, I've just been in the craft tent. Oh, I'm gonna go try that. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully it'll get kind of people mingling. Um, I, I want to bring, um, and I think something I'll, I'm looking forward to kind of possibly doing is bringing more. Um, it's bringing more international scouting, um, bring some sort of internet or international kind of element to it. If that be um, some people um, in to just have a, who have a tent and you can talk to them, or if something from my personal in, uh, international scouting experiences I can bring in, um, I want to re- maybe kind of kind of copy, like kind of recreate that kind of uh, vibe on the weekend um i really want to do that because i remember going to the events that i've gone to just yeah international scouting changes your life so yeah so just on that point what international other than moving to cyprus <laughs> uh, what other international adventures have you been on because it seems like that's such a big part of your scouting yeah uh, um ooh. 
So I went to I went to Candesteg uh, in 2010 as a scout. Um, and I remember first time I went, that was the first time I've ever been, never heard of Candesteg in my life. Went there. Um, for those that don't know, Candesteg is the International Scout Centre. You had uh, Kiwi on a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I know Kiwi, I know Kiwi personally. Um, great guy. And um, he's the person to go for international scouting. Um, but he, uh, so I went to Candesteg for the first time uh, as a scout. And I remember the, seeing the pinkies who were the staff there saying, oh, we'd really like to be my, a pinky. And all my friends, we said, oh, yeah, we'll oh, love to be a pinky when we're 18. Yeah. Um, and then I went back in so that was 2010. I went back three years later. Um, and this time my brother was on the trip. My younger brother was on the trip. Um, so that was really nice to kind of show him there. Oh, brilliant! So I went. Uh, so I went. Um, I was I was an explorer at this time, uh, and I did like the same hikes and stuff. And I didn't care. Like I loved it. I, I love loved it there. Uh, and I was still saying, when I'm 18, I'm going to come back and I'm going to be a pinky. Um, so I did that. Um, I did the jamboree. I've done the jamboree in Sweden. Uh, that was. Uh, amazing um that was quite a lot that was two that was 2011 so i did can uh, so i did candace second 2010 then i did jamboree in 2011 um and then 2012 i did i did roverway in finland oh amazing so uh roverway if those of you don't know roverway is um a it it's like a, it's for explorers i think essentially i think that's how it works out it's like explorer age um at, and so i did and you have different paths so you do these things at a path so you do like a certain thing for a couple of days and you go back and then you're back on the main campsite uh, for the last part like the second half of the trip right and my path for the first half of the trip was kayaking for like three four days or something stupid like oh, 60 wow. kilometers in the in the finnish lakes um, and we're staying on farms and tents we have you kind of carry your stuff in the in the uh, in the canoes and the kayaks and that was an amazing experience oh, wow. doing that, that. Sounds um, yeah yeah and that was that was excellent and I did that with um my four close four of my closest friends um and that was a really nice opportunity for that um so I did that then I did went back to Candesteg uh, and that's when my brother was on the trip um and then and then so I then did, I didn't have any kind of international scouting because I, I wasn't the right ages right okay um yeah. which kind of sucked but also didn't because <laughs> i think it's, it's nice to give other people an opportunity and then also when yeah. you do kind of things like the jamboree once as a participant you remember that time then you're not comparing them i think um so yeah i but then in 2016 so i was i did a year at drama school before i um did my degree um at east 15 funnily enough to the uh your friend who you interviewed way in season in series one um <laughs> same place small world um so i was i was at drama school and i decided that i was going to apply to be a pinky at, in candlestick um for the summer for three months um and i got in um oh, and i did i did three months there um, i was part of the program team so i yeah, i was a i was an activity instructor so i thought I will always say that the activity instructors over there have they have they have the best of both worlds because they get to do all the hikes and stuff and they get the chance to go out and do 
all the hut hikes and stuff but they also they're doing all the educational workshops um and they get they're there but they also get to sleep in their own bed pretty much every night which is kind of <laughs> nice. so they're not so there's not too much hut life going on um which oh, some okay. people some people really like um but for me uh, I was on site quite a lot um and interacting with different guests every single day okay um so I did that um for three months all pink um crazy times um I debated about going applying for long-term staff um and then decided to go to uni in the end um and then I went back the following summer for a month um I went back as a helper so I wore green so helpers um wear green over in Candlestick um and so helpers generally kind of just kind of work wherever right um, rather yeah. than being allocated to a specific uh, department uh, or team um but I did a lot of work again in uh, the program uh, right. uh, team so that was really and that was really nice um and that so that was 2017 so yeah that's that was a kind of last bit of international scouting I've, I've done um so I've had a bit of a break um but yeah, so I've done quite a lot. That, um, yeah, no, that is quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, quite. Yeah, I've done quite a lot. I've met quite a lot of people um, and seen lots of different. Um, I think that's where my love for campfires has come from as well. Um, I love a campfire, um, and uh, yeah, performing at the like kind of singing a song at a campfire in Candlestick when there's nearly two thousand people there. It like it's it's crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, international scouting I think is if any parent or leader can give their young people the chance to do it I don't think they should hesitate um, because it, I think it will it will change it will change their lives in one way or other yeah um, because they just get you gain so much learning to communicate with people from different countries um, trying different foods <laughs> like <laughs> Uh, just or just being away from home you know distance as well as time yeah um which yeah and I think there's just so many different uh, skills you can learn from being international scouting so yeah international scouting love it that is amazing <laughs> so Charlie what do you do when you're not scouting when I'm not scouting um <laughs> so so obviously scouting involves a lot of young people um a lot of children working with children a lot um, so anyone would think I don't want to do that in my non-scouting <laughs> time uh, but I'm currently training to be a primary school teacher um, so my degree is in acting um, I did that at uni and I graduated in July and I've now just uh, so in September I started training uh, as a primary school teacher um, so, uh, so I finished that I'll finish that in July and I'll qualify hopefully as a teacher um, but then on a Saturday, I also teach at a theatre school as well um, to four to 18 year olds. Um, oh, wow. So I work with children all the time, <laughs> every, every, every day, but every day, but Sunday, <laughs> except when it's camp. And then I am working with children. So, yeah, um, that's what I do when I'm not at camp um, and well, when I'm not in scouting, which is um there's some useful skills that I transfer from both sides which is good yeah but yeah amazing and um, be prepared so Charlie just before we wrap up the conversation uh for series two we have a new feature and you'll be our first guest to uh join in with this mm -hmm. so um what we'd like you to do is ask a question to episode two's guest oh um it could be scouting non-scouting whatever you fancy 
Oh, scouting or not non-scouting? Um, it's kind of scouting, but not scouting. <laughs> if, and it's also youth commissioner role, uh, based as well, um, if you could earn a badge for anything, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you could earn a badge for anything, what would it be? Um yeah, I'd be interested to know. I'm I'm a massive fan of the podcast, so I when I told when I told my girlfriend I was going to be on this, um, she didn't have the same excite- amount of excitement as me. Um, <laughs> she was really happy for me. I was like, oh, "I'm going to be on Wait, You're a Scout," and she was like, "Great, that's really good." <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, you don't understand. It's really good. I just get to talk about scouting for about you know for ages." And um, <laughs> she's yeah, like you do that and I do this yeah yeah she's like she's like this is what you you know she's like you already do that I said I know but this is this is better and <laughs> and she'll have to this this is you know this time she'll be forced I've told her she's got to listen to this episode <laughs> definite because I'm on it so she'll have to sit through it all and listen listen even though she's probably heard all of it um <laughs> but yeah um so yeah if oh, the next amazing. person can tell me what uh, what badge they could earn for anything yeah that'd be really interesting I'm looking forward to hearing the reply (laughs) well Charlie thank you so much for coming on and for being such a big fan of the podcast uh no worries (laughs) thank you um so yeah thank you again and hopefully we'll uh, speak to you soon have you on again for something thank you thanks for having me thanks bye guys thank you so much for listening and charlie if you're listening thank you so much for being part of episode one it was really lovely to talk to you and genuinely made me feel like you know going back into scouting again after new year's it just gave me a load of energy so i hope lots of other people get that too i know it can be a very stressful uh, time of year for people um hope you enjoyed the new feature i can't wait for uh, the next episode so two weeks time our guest answer charlie's question so yeah do uh, watch out for that one Thanks, guys, and speak to you all soon. Thanks for listening to Wait, You're a Scout with Anna Skipworth. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wait, You're a Scout. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.